The message of Christmas is the message of the gospel. Christ came to earth to make a way for man to come to God. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we study what God says about the birth of His Son. What attracts some people repels others. Isn't it amazing that one name can be so loved and so hated at the same time? It's interesting, but the name of Jesus is so precious to me. As a matter of fact, when I speak it, it does something to my own soul just to think of who Jesus is and what He's done in my life. And yet, some people despise that same name. Others fear that name. May I say that your attitude towards the name of Jesus reveals your heart towards Jesus. It reveals which side you're on, whether you are friend or enemy whether you know Him personally or you do not. And when you come to Acts chapter number 4, we discover that the name of Jesus oftentimes brings persecution. Now we've been studying the amazing truths connected to this name. We found first in Matthew 1 that the name of Jesus brings pardon. Thank God for that. We learned in Acts chapter 3 that the name of Jesus brings power. I'm happy for that. When you come to Acts chapter 4, those same thoughts are found again. You'll see the name of Jesus connected to pardon, and you'll see the name of Jesus in power. But now we learn another truth, and that is that the name of Jesus is also one that brings persecution. Let's read a little of the story. you remember in Acts chapter 3 that there was a, a lame man that wanted, oh, just a little money to buy his meal that day. But the preacher came by and gave him something much better than money. He gave him the name of Jesus. I love that little phrase that Peter used. He said, such as I have, give I thee. Now, that's all the Lord expects us to do. Give what you have. Tell what you know. Share what you've received. The Apostle Paul said in Romans 1, I am ready to preach the gospel. But he uses this phrase, as much as in me is. You see, the Lord expects that those of us who've received the message of Jesus Christ, that we pass it along to someone else. Now, that's what happened in Acts chapter 3. And a man was saved and he was healed. It's amazing, but where everyone should have been rejoicing, immediately some people got angry. They call the, the preacher before a council in verse number 7. And when they had set these apostles, when they had set them in the midst, they asked, By what power or by what name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. And then a famous verse, a verse I hope you'll put to heart. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. We see the power in this name. Well, of course, these people were enraged at the preaching of Peter and John. And so the Bible says in verse number 16, they said, What shall we do to these men? For that indeed a notable miracle hath been done by them is manifest to all them that dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But that it spread no further among the people, let us straightly threaten them, 
that they speak henceforth to no man in this name. And they called them and commanded them not to speak at all nor teach in the name of Jesus. And of course we know the answer is we cannot but speak the things which we've seen and heard. A friend, once you know Jesus, you can't help but use His name. I love this. They were willing to bear the name of Jesus Christ with joy, even if it cost them something. May I ask you a question? It's one thing to use the name of Jesus in our church buildings and around fellow believers, but what if today using the name of Jesus cost you something? In Acts chapter 5, verse 41, on another occasion, they departed from the presence of the council rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for His name. Think of this. Jesus was willing to identify His name with us, with sinners. Are we willing to identify our name with Him, the name of our Savior? You see, for unbelievers, the name of Jesus is a reminder. It's a reminder that they are separate from God. It's a reminder that they're sinners. And so that's why people are happy to curse the name of Jesus or swear by the name of Jesus. But many people don't want you to pray in the name of Jesus or preach the name of Jesus. There's a satanic strategy behind all of this. You see, the devil trembles at that name. He knows the power and the pardon in the name of Jesus. So it's okay to use the name of Allah or of Muhammad or Confucius or Buddha or Joseph Smith or any other name. Pick a name, any name. There are over 9,900 distinct religions in the world, but there's still only one way of salvation, and His name is Jesus Christ. For unbelievers, the name is a reminder. For believers, the name is an identification. The name or title, Christian. You know, today that name gets used for everything, it seems. But when believers were first called Christians, it cost them something. It meant they were followers of Christ. It brought shame and reproach. I wonder, I really wonder, if we're willing to bear such shame and reproach today. John chapter 15, verses 20 and 21, Jesus said this, Remember the word that I said unto you, The servant is not greater than his Lord. If they've persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they've kept my saying, they will keep yours also. But all these things will they do unto you for my name's sake because they know not Him that sent me. Why do they hate the name of Jesus? Because they do not know God. You see, Jesus Christ is the Son of God. We must never forget who He is. This is not some cultural name. This is not some American thing. This is the proper name, the personal name of the Son of God who came to be the Savior of of the world. And that name, friends, will bring persecution. As a matter of fact, evil men and seducers are going to wax worse and worse, and many times they're going to fight harder and harder against the name of Jesus. We see that all around us. Can I challenge you to do two things today? Number one, would you pause right now and pray for those around the world, your brothers and sisters in Christ, family members you've never met, but they They serve the same God. They serve the same Christ who are being persecuted for the name of Jesus. There are people today around the world who are literally giving their lives, losing everything they have for the name of Jesus Christ. Let's thank God for them and let's pray for them that God will help them to be strong as these men in Acts 4 stood strong in the name of Jesus. And then, let's determine today not to be ashamed of the name of Jesus Christ. Pray in His name. Tell others about His name. Do not use His name flippantly. 
In fact, use it reverently and lovingly. Be willing to witness about the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, even if it brings persecution. Why? There is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. This, friends, is the powerful, pardoning name of Jesus Christ. Do you personally know the Lord Jesus Christ? It is our prayer that you will trust Him and obey Him. May you and your family have a truly God-blessed Christmas. To make a year-end tax-deductible gift to this work and to find helpful resources to begin the new year, visit us online today at scottpauley.org.